0: chapter seven dukes was the next gentleman's club along the southern drag of highway 80. its blue and yellow sign hung on the side of a dilapidated silo the bar itself was a renovated pizza hut it still had that signature hatted roof however and was surrounded by a huge parking lot as jeff pulled at the accelerator and changed gears the club glowed in the distance. Denise had him held tightly from behind, and her breasts pushed themselves into his shoulder blades. Even through two layers of leather, he could feel how soft they were. In front of him, straddling the tank, Becca held onto the handlebars. Her dreadlocks softly touched him on the nose. She had her ass pushed back into him, Jeff felt like a piece of lettuce between two fine loaves of white bread. He looked down at the back of Becca's neck. Tattooed at its center was an upside-down cross, and her ears were covered in silver rings. She turned her head. Her face was spiked with nails. He thought about the first time he'd kissed her, and how much work it'd taken to not cut himself. It'd been worth it. He leaned his head in next to hers and spoke into her ear. Did you say something, he asked. Becca turned her head, and a nail in her lip poked him in the chin. Can we stop at Duke's? I've gotta pick up my tips. We gotta stop a second, Jeff said over his shoulder. Denise didn't stir. He imagined her to be listening to the sounds of the road, just like he did when he was alone and drifting. He took the exit and pulled into the parking lot. All the windows of the building were covered in plastic tarps advertising Coors Light with cowgirls in tank tops and guys throwing footballs. The whole building was wrapped in these to block the view inside. Three guys were standing by the front doors when they pulled up. The men's faces were covered by the shadow of the roof, but each one had a yellow bandana tied to their ankle, which was all Jeff needed to recognize them. He backed the bike into a spot a few steps away from where they were standing. Becca jumped off and pulled her purse from around his neck. She kissed him on the mouth and a nail cut into his cheek and drew a bit of blood. Thanks, she said. Are you coming in? The three men stepped from the shadows and now stood abreast at the side of the bike. They were young, with matching leather vests and identical belt buckle length beards. Tattoos covered their forearms and temples, and each one was the size of a refrigerator. Jeff eyed them up and down. Denise was looking at them too, still straddling him from behind. Becca stepped over to the men and crossed her arms. What do you want, Kyle? She asked. She was talking to the one in the middle. Even though he was big, she was bigger. Becca. "'Where have you been?' the man asked shyly. "'He stammered and trembled. "'His beard quivered. "'His demeanor was wearing off to reveal a boy just out of puberty. "'The other men looked at the back of their own hands. "'What the fuck do you care?' Becca said, swinging her purse. "'You were supposed to be here an hour ago,' Kyle grunted. "'We've been waiting.' "'Jeff took off the other purse from around his neck, and stepped off of the bike, walking it to the side of the building and laying it on its side against one of the Coors Light posters. He nodded to one of the other men as he walked back. What happened? he asked. Did you guys forget your IDs? Kyle pushed past Becca and stepped chest to chest with Jeff. Watch it, old man. I get angry real quick. What's with the yellow ribbons? Jeff asked. You cheese, dicks, starting a gang?" Kyle pulled out a long hunting knife from his belt and held it between them. Jeff could see his own reflection in its blade. "'That's a big knife. Did you borrow that from your dad?' "'I don't have to listen to your shit, Jeff. Becca's mine tonight. You got that?' Jeff tipped up on his toes and shouted over Kyle's head. "'You hear that, Becca? This guy wants to go steady. Becca and Denise both laughed as they sorted through their purses on the ground. The other two men had walked inside the bar. Kyle turned and grabbed Becca by the hair and drug her along the cement, pointing the knife into her face. Don't you laugh at me, bitch. Becca heard the hammer pull back, but before she had time to look away, the top of Kyle's head burst into a spray of blood and brains, and his body collapsed. Jeff stood over it, with the gun smoking at his side. Becca crawled away and climbed to her feet, brushing herself off. Jeff looked over Kyle's body. It was face down. A large pool of blood was forming under the remains of his skull. His legs were still twitching, and a faint muffled whimper was coming from inside the pool of blood. Jeff knelt down and lifted up a shoulder to inspect his face. Kyle's eyes were still open, and his lips were shaking violently, but his gaze had gone directionless, as if he were blinded. The eyes blinked rapidly. Blood was coming out of his mouth. One of his ears was blown off, and his forehead had cracked open. His mouth babbled. Jeff dropped the shoulder and the noises became a gurgle. Kyle's body began to shake. His butt humped and his hands slapped the ground. His voice grew into a scream. Jeff put a hand to his hip and pinched at the bridge of his nose. He let out a sigh, lifted a boot heel, and stomped firmly, crushing Kyle's head like a pumpkin. His shaking and screaming stopped. The sound of the highway returned. I guess I missed the brain, he shrugged. That wasn't your new boyfriend, was it? No, Becca said, gathering her purse. Just a stalker fan. Well, I'm sorry you had to see that. You two go inside. I gotta throw this thing out. He tucked the gun back in his pants. I'll be in in a second, he said, looking away. Order me a Miller light.